Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. You are listening to episode 97 of the show. Now we're doing something a little bit different. As you will be well aware, for regular listeners at least, we had our live event in the Glen Centre last night. Well, it ran much longer than we would normally do for one show. So what we've done is we've split it up into two. A massive thank you to everybody in the Glen Centre, to Brendan Murray, Trassa, Cormac, Mary and the rest of the team up there. They were so hospitable to us. And it really helped make what was a fantastic night. Thank you to all of our speakers. You're going to hear them all over today's show and also Friday morning's show. Today, you're going to hear this first half of the show, which revolved around the intermediate final and also a recap of the 1994 success of Leitrim in the Connacht Senior Football Championship. Joe Honeyman and Aidan Rooney They'll have you in stitches. They were absolutely hilarious last night. I think Joe still going in as tough as he ever did as a footballer on Aiden. I'd say Aiden came away feeling a bit bruised after uh, some of the jibes that Joe threw at him. Well worth listening to. And also, in terms of the intermediate final, we were joined by some great guests from both Leitrim Gales and Drum Kieran. Jerry Spellman and Brian Whitney were representing the Gales while Joe Walpole and Seamus Gallagher joined us from Drum Kieran. It was a great night. Great fun had by everybody in attendance and thank you to everybody for coming along. Of course, all of our county final coverage is supported by the Dublin branch of the Leitrim GAA Supporters Club. A massive thank you to Eamon Degnan and his committee for their support on that. We're going to go to Manor Hamilton and last night were the first half of the show. Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. And this one is a little bit special. We're recording the show live in front of a real life audience. They are still alive, aren't you? You haven't died just yet? Good. I recognize a few faces, some new faces as well. Thank you all for coming along. We are here, of course, in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton, and it is all in aid of Northwest Stop. So thank you all for your continued support of that fantastic charity that does so much across the Northwest. We're going to be stepping back in time later with Aidan Rooney and Joe Honeyman to relive some of the memories of 1994 and the historic summer that they and their Leitrim teammates treated us to where they brought home the Nestor Cup after winning the Connacht Senior Football Championship. We'll also be previewing the senior final between Glencar Manor and Sean O'Heslins with former players Sean Boylan and Cormac O'Sullivan joining us for that particular segment. We'll hear a bit more about the great work of Northwest Stop and how they're fighting to reduce the suicide rates in the northwest of Ireland from their Leitrim base across the road here in the Bee Park in Manor Hamilton. But we're going to start with the intermediate final between Leitrim Gales and Drum Kieran. No strangers to each other over recent years, but plenty of battles between the sides that we're going to talk about over the next 20 minutes or so. From Leitrim Gales, we're going to be joined by Brian Whitney and Jerry Spellman is going to be joining us later on. But first, we're going to have a little look inside the camp in Leitrim Gales as we joined some of their team. I'm here in Leitrim Village, where Leitrim Gales are preparing for their first intermediate championship final in two years. Now, they lost out two years ago to Achna They're back this year. They've been working at this level for quite some time now, knocking on the door, trying to get to another final. Let's check in with Mal Guckian and some of his players to see how they're getting on. Well, we've been working hard especially the last couple of months, putting a lot of effort in here in the train pitch and we're lucky enough to be in the county final against a very strong Drum Kieran team that will be hoping for the same thing themselves and it's logging out in the day, so it's going out in the day, it's going out 
Exact same incentive for both teams when that whistle goes is all played for for 60 minutes. Our year has been a, it's been a tough year. It's been a long championship. You know we've had a couple of very tough games, a couple of challenging games, games we've had good results, games where we've played very well, and then maybe some games where we weren't maybe as good and positive as we could have been. And we've learned a lot from the championship. You know we've had the semi-final there last week, and obviously a very hard-fought game on Adolf. We hope to have learned some lessons from that. We're now facing into a championship final with Drumkeeran which in itself will be an extreme challenge. Drum Kieran and ourselves have been there or thereabouts for the last number of years. The lads have trained hard all year. Um, I suppose, look, at it, it'll come down to, on the day, who gets it, that little rub of the green, I suppose. We thankfully have no major injuries going into the game next Sunday. Um, so I suppose, look, at it, it'll just be a hard-fought game. Hopefully we'll come out on the right end of it. So we're very excited to be in the county final. Um, look, at we, we, we were disappointed not to be in it last year, so... You know, after a good semi-final win, we're, we're looking forward to it and we're trying hard to give the best account of ourselves in it. be massive for this uh, village to be senior football. It's a massive achievement to think that we only formed in 1997. You know, it's in the grand scheme of things compared to other clubs, it's not a very long time at all. The skill is in the club, you know, at all levels. We have a great underage structure coming through at the moment, but for that underage structure to remain committed and remain keen, it's important that they see what can be achieved at a senior level. And I think for the club to continue progressing, it's... It's a massive thing for us to make sure that you know we're competing not only in senior league, which we've managed to maintain and achieve, we need to now be competing in senior championships. And that is the ultimate goal of Leitrim Gales, to be competing with the best in the county. It's a final. There's a cup to be won, there's only going to be one winner. Uh, semi-final, you have to get yourself to a final. You know, you have to earn to get to a final. And that's putting the hard work through the round games, quarter-final, semi-final. And the reward in that is getting to a final. So... What's different between the semi-final and final is one more step and we've one big massive step to take and we all know it. The quarter-final three years ago we were we, we were unlucky um, to, to lose out to uh, Drunkieran that day. It was a replay and it went extra time that day but look at, we've played Drunkieran multiple times since then, you know, um, maybe twice every year like since then so like we know each other inside out, the two teams so every time we play them it's different but the same thing, the thing that's always the same is that there's not much in it so we'll be expecting the same on on Sunday? It was about under 16 and the minor teams I got involved with kind of successive years. So it was a group of dead players are there and then there's a group of the older players like uh, just 24, 25 year olds. It's still a very young team and listen, all I know is every player I've ever asked of them has given 110% and the will to play for Leitrim Gales, train hard for Leitrim Gales is evident by the work rates they've put in. You know, it's been a massive achievement over the years. I still remember back in 98 playing with the underage teams there, talking out in nine-a-side games in Division 5 leagues. And, you know, we've come a long way to having under-15, under-17 teams competing at the highest level to now being, you know, with our senior team one step away from being intermediate championships, intermediate champions for 2019 and hopefully looking forward to competing in the senior championship in 2020 with the... We'll have a good result next Sunday. So that's uh, Leitrim Gales, a little look inside what's going on in their preparations. And we also took a little trip to Drumkieran to take a look at how Francis David and his team are preparing. It's been 1985 since their last championship success. And in recent years, they've lost four finals, all by a single point. They'll want to turn that around this year. Let's go over to Francis David and his team to see how they're getting on. Uh, I suppose we started out the year, I suppose, looking to, uh, I suppose, get the principles and the simple things right. And I suppose we always hoped that the results would look after themselves after that. Um, 
so we didn't no we didn't think about uh, i suppose um getting into finals or i suppose uh winning anything we were more interested in making sure we were starting to do things correctly and right and you know hopefully the results start to come from that after that it's been good it's been a long season um we've trained really hard throughout the year uh put in a huge effort every lad has put their foot to the metal now there's been no holding back we really wanted to push push on really hard this year because we really felt that this was our year so every lad has given 100% throughout the year. There's been no messing about. In fairness to Francis, when he came in, he told us exactly what he wanted. So we've all uh, understood what he said and we've uh, worked with him on it. So. I suppose having gone through this before, I suppose personally the nerves wouldn't be bothering me too much. We have a couple of young lads in. They're blending well into the squad, so I don't think nerves will be a major issue on the day. We want to play the game on the front foot. Um, you know, we want to attack the opposition and we want to make sure that we're going to have a significant part to play in the game. You know, um, I think that's how football should be played and that's how every team should be playing it. It's very hard to know how the game will go. Look, Leitrim Gales, we played them in the group stages to beat us already. They're, they're very strong, we know what they're like. Um, we've played them down through the years too, they're, they're a very good team. So, look, uh, we're going to go into this game with our own bit of confidence hoping that we can do our best and that the team can perform on the day to the best ability. We're doing it all year, we're underdogs all year, so look at it's not it's nothing different to us. We're 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 going into the game approaching it the same as we have every other game. Um, we were underdogs in the quarter final and the semi final, so look at where you well used to that tag at this stage. I think this will be huge for Dunkeran Club. Um, the fact that we've never won anything before, it'll be creating history in our club. Um, I know a lot of people is really behind the club this year and I know that do a lot of people's hearts good to see us coming home with that cup. We'll be approaching the game in the same manner as we've approached all of the games we've played so far this year. Um, we're trying to keep it simple, I suppose, uh, carry out I suppose the, the jobs that we want to do individually and hope collectively that's uh, enough for us to be able to get over the line. There's been a good buzz about the town, everybody has a good feeling about it. <coughs> um, I suppose if we do win it, that's when the real feeling will be. Uh, the hard work will have been put in and we know that we'll have the cup home and we'll be very happy with that. In the group stages, we always set out just to get to the quarter final. We knew probably four points was going to do that for us. We got five and we were missing a lot of lads in the group stages. and um, We had a lot of tough games, including a game against Leitham Village in which we got bet fairly heavily. So. Look, we're going to be under no illusions after playing them in the, in the group stage that we're going to have to up it big time for the final. Personally, I won't be happy unless we come home with a cup. It'll be a, a failure to me if we don't. Uh, we've put in a lot of hard work throughout the year and it'll be a scene if we didn't come home with something. So, so if I could ask Seamus Gallagher and Brian Whitney to join us for a little bit of a chat. It's all cordial here at the moment, boys. So lads, we've had a little look inside the camp. You obviously know a little bit more probably than, than most in terms of what's going on at the coalface in both clubs this year. Let's start maybe with a little look forward to next week's game and then we'll start looking back maybe at the yesteryear stories that we might have. So Brian, maybe we'll start with you. Leitrim Gales, it's their second final in two years. I'm away from it now in, in the last three years. So um, I, I get to as many games as I possibly can. And of course, living there, you you can't but hear what's going on and you know what's going on. Um, this year, they've, as usual with the Gales, slow starters in the championship, but 
they they do come into it and um, the last few games there's been a far better stronger pattern of play with them and confidence is growing among them all so yeah it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting as well but yeah Seamus how are the opposition faring yeah look at them here and they're they're going well um as as some of the boys said there the group stages you know we 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 weren't great at times we played very well in the first game against Anaduff and uh, we're a little bit disappointed we only got the draw and uh, we, we played worse in later games and won them that's the way it goes but as Cahill there said we got we aimed at four points and we got five we got four place so uh, I think as the the last few games we've seen an improvement all right and uh, look at there's no doubt Leeds and Gales are odds on favourites and that's ideal for Junkier and if we're going in that way they hammered us by 13 points in the group stages they're playing division one football and Looking at the table there, I think they're going to finish sixth, which is the top half of Division One, which is, you know, they'll be playing Shauna Heshlins, Glen Carman or Mohal, St Mary's, all them uh, very good teams, and that's that's a huge benefit to them. So uh, I'm sure Brian will agree that the favourites tag is with yourselves. Yeah, well, I mean, it is, but favourites, you know, those lots of horses, they say, well, it's a one in five favourites win horses races. So going by that, I wouldn't go by the bookies' odds or anything like that. John Kieran have a great record against Leitrim Gill, so there's going to be no fear in the John Kieran camp, and why would there be? Um, you know, so it's it's going to be interesting. That's all I'm going to say. I I wouldn't be running with any big major money on any team in this one. Seamus, Colm did mention in the video that uh, John Kieran had never won anything. That's not quite true. Tell us a bit about the three championships that John Kieran have won at second tier level. They weren't intermediate; they were junior at the time. But a couple yeah. of years ago now. Well, the, the first one was 1966. Well, that, that was a combination of Drum Kieran and Drum Hare, but it was called Drum Kieran, thank God. Um, <laughs> 75 then was the next, that was a junior championship as well, and 85 junior championship. But the junior championship at that stage is, the, is probably the equivalent of the intermediate now. There was no intermediate, it was the second uh, highest competition. So, um, yeah, there were, you know, there was good, good times. We had good team. I, myself and Joe there played in. 1975, and I think we retired in 1985. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're a long time trying. Like, the, to lose three or four finals by a point, it's, it's, it's tough. Like, And the first of them was 11 years ago. One very unusual statistic, I suppose, is that the halfback line on 11 years ago was Jason Byrne, Colin Clark, and Dara Flynn. And th- them three are playing again next Sunday. You know, and you'd be looking like to experienced players like them to, to bring us victory. Of course we talk about 66, 75 and 85. Brian, Leitrim Gales weren't even a concept at that point. No, um, well there was a club there in the 50s alright but um, it had folded by I think early 60s so yeah there wasn't there wasn't population, there wasn't probably anything but as, as Leitrim Village grew there came the need for a, a club or something, I don't mean it could be any sport as it turns out. There was always going, there was just a, a void in the village that people felt there was a need to fill and our first love was Gaelic football, so that was the way we decided to go, and we got the backing from the county boards. And we really haven't looked back since, to be honest. It's been, I mean, it wasn't always plain sailing, and there was a few slow years, but it's been great fun along the way, and I think there's immense pride now in the area for the club, so it's great to see. Now, you played in the first ever game that the club played in. Do you have any memories of that day? I do, but I've most, most, imblo- most been blocked out. Um, 7.22, 217, so... You won't. I mean, no. <laughs> <Sure, yeah. laughs> I remember, as only afterwards, I remember Michael Smith was playing for Kiltober at that time, a Drumkeeran man. And Michael was full back, and Seamus Pryor was referee. And, and Mike, Seamus said to 
Michael, I said, ah, look, they're, they're doing hopeless. He said, at some stage, he said, foul in the box. So he said, or do something. And he said, um, pick up the ball or something off the, off the ground. And I give them a penalty for the, there was a good crowd there. Michael reckons he had to do it four times before Seamus spotted it. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that good memory out of it and left it at that. But um, on a Saturday note, our first point scorer um, that day was Adrian Whitley, and our first goal scorer was James Gilcrease, and they're both gone to their eternal rest. So like, you look back on it, um, it's not that long ago, but when you, when you see two gone off the team already, it's, 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 it's fairly poignant, you know? Seamus, in terms of 75, you were a member of that team. You were the, the wily corner forward, I believe. You must be doing a bit of research. I spoke to some <laughs> wise man today who gave me all this information. Ah, look at it. Um, uh, well, when I talk about someone else, maybe there's a man who only lives 300 yards over the street there, Father Oliver Kelly. He's the parish priest here now, and he was a priest with us at the time. And I think Andy and Joel agree he was the, the mainstay of the team. He was centre-half forward, and... Uh, he won the freeze and I pointed them. I suppose that's the way, that's the way it was. And uh, I was the free taker. So, yeah, uh, we had a good team with John Travers in the centre of the field. We had a couple of Corinians from Zermahair, or halfway to Zermahair. Uh, the two Shieldses, like Sean, was into county standard, but he didn't have a real interest in, in playing for the county. And um, Joe there and Gabriel McKenna used to be alternating the corner forward. Isn't that right, Joe? So, no, no, we, we had a good team that time, but... The team, we were in the final in 74 as well, and that famous Ahwillan team beat us in the final, but they went on to do big, bigger and better things. We didn't, unfortunately. Let's go down to the audience and have a chat, maybe one or two of the other members of the team. Let's have a chat with Jerry Spellman. Orla might go and have a little word with I Jerry, Jerry first, here. please. Jerry, how are you getting on? Welcome. Thank you. Jerry, you were new to the area in Leitrim Gales. Well, you were new enough to the area when the team was set up in 1997. How did that help with your joining the community? Yeah, well, I had just moved to the area maybe three years before that, in, uh, before the club was set up in 1997. And uh, uh, the setting up of the club really brought all the, the villagers together. You know, it, it, uh, it really did a lot, a lot for the, the village. The people got to know other better and... There was a bigger buzz around the weekends. Like there was, uh, we always had great support at games, and we never, you know, let ourselves down or anything like that. We always supported the the team, and we always, always, never failed to uh, to field the team, and uh, it, it was great for the community. What you played in that match, Jerry, on the first match back in '97. What are your memories of that collision with Kiltubert? Well, Kiltubert were our neighbours, and not alone that. When we started up, we had no uh, field to play, and we had a training ground, all right, thanks to the Donald family, but we had to use Kiltubrit as our home pitch, and uh, we knew very little about their 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 skills or anything like that, but uh, like we, we had only, I think it was maybe, oh, before the first game, maybe two or three training sessions, so you, you can know what we were like, falling with injuries and everything like that, but we enjoyed it very much. And of course, you've been refing since. Well, you've been refing about twenty years now. That's correct. Yeah. Would you prefer refereeing, or would you prefer playing? I enjoyed my years refereeing, but as you know yourself, Orla, there's nothing like being in the dressing room with uh, with your teammates, and there's no buzz like it going out on the field. When you're refereeing, you're going out on your own, but uh, when you're going out with a, a team of fourteen other fellows, there, there's nothing like the buzz. What are your thoughts for the game on Sunday, Jerry? 
Well, all I hope that is that uh, we know Drum Kieran very well. I have refereed them down the years. I know nearly every player on it, on the team, and I hope that it's a good day for a start. That game goes goes ahead without any injuries before or during the game, and after that, may the best team win. Jerry, thanks for your time. Thank you. Now, Drum Kieran man, Joe Walpole, how are we? Very good, very good order. Thanks for coming, Joe. You're welcome. Joe, you were part of that team back in 1975. What are your memories? <coughs> um, as Seamus says, it was the junior championship we were playing in. We had a very, very good team. Um, actually, as we, we won the championship, we won the double that year, the league and championship in 75. And we went on the following year play, play a Willen. And uh, we gave a Willen a great game of it, and we Willen went on to greater things after. And... Um, Look, uh, we, we, we're there, thereabouts since, really. You know, we contested a final in, an intermediate final in 2000, St. Mary's beat us. And then we were in 80, in 208, 210, uh, 16, and hopefully fourth-time lucky, fifth-time lucky. Joe, how important are games like this to the community of Drumcairn, finals, reaching finals like this? Oh, it's huge. You only need to look around the town at the moment and see the buzz going on, flags, cars painted. Sure, it's, it's great, it's great. Where else would you be on county final day but in a county final? And it's great for the lads, it's great for the community, it's great for everybody. And hopefully it'll come good on the day. What's the verdict? Ah, look, uh, verdict. Well, Leitrim Gales are strong favourites. You know, we, uh, they're really unbackable, I think. But look, uh, Dal Ireland final, Kerry were underdogs, and look what nearly happened. You said it, you said it. Look, I know the lads that on that team now will fight like tigers, and I have a feeling, a feeling, maybe, on Sunday evening, that cop will be back in divots. Good man, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Okay, thanks, Orla. Thank you very much, Orla, and to Jerry and Joe. Thanks for your contributions. In terms of the game on Sunday, lads, though, I know Leitrim Gales win as favourites based on the results so far, but as... Um, Cahill mentioned in the video they've come against the odds in both of the knockout rounds so far. Yeah, I know. Look at Leitrim Gales, definitely uh, odds on favourites, but it's, it's a new game. It's anything can happen on the day, you know, a referee's decision or a, a bad mistake by a goalie or something like that, and the game can change just like that. And uh, no, I, I like Joe said, I'd be quite confident that Drum Kieran uh, can do well. You know, I, I won't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised to see them taking the title. Seamus, you were county secretary for a large number of years early in the millennium. Seems like a long time ago now, but what's going on behind the scenes in terms of the preparation that goes in that people don't see about? It's not just a case of arriving on the day and here's the game. There's so much work that goes in behind the scenes. What kind of can you tell us about how that works? Are you talking about county? Yeah, county? from the county. Oh, yes, for look at, well, I suppose there, there's huge changes for a start. I was, in, I was only secretary for three years around, the, the, as you said, the millennium. And... Um, Everything was sent out by post that time for a, you know, for a start. Everything is email now. So you had to write these letters and photocopy them and stamp them and address them and the whole lot. And, you know, there's a lot of manual work like that. And I don't think the job is as, as big now, but um, there was huge work. Like we, we'd men looking after footballs, all that, you know, and physios. And uh, funny enough, the, the three years I was there, we played one championship game in London, another one in New York. So uh, I got a couple of trips out of it anyway. No, that was well planned. That was absolutely well planned. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, where have you managed to get trips to? 
Kiltrubbridge. Kinlahans, as far as I went. Um, no, nothing, no great joints now over at all, but I don't know, I'm happy enough where I went. I went to New York and London as well, but I'm uh, out of my own pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while I have you, Brian, you obviously manager Drum Riley this year, did exceptionally well getting to a quarter final. I think against the odds, no more than anyone else's expectations. You've seen these other teams up close. How good are both of the teams in the senior final? Well, Balmore beats by what, 27 points, so I mean, I don't have to say much more than that. Um, we were, we were. I, I do think if you played Balmore again, we'd give them a better run than that. I, I don't know if we'd ever beat them, but that was a bit of a eye opener for us anyway. It shocked us, and I don't think we were we were well enough prepared. The only other thing I would say in mitigating circumstances is Balmore had a three week break, and we had six day break. And I mean, the age profile at Drum Riley would need a three-week break, not, not the other way around. The other way around. So we played Manor as well. Manor were missing Bruno. They were missing Pat. Who else? They were missing uh, James and Jerry Hickey. So I mean, they were missing four of the day. Drum Riley played them. We left there very disappointed not to take them that day. But you put in them four lads, they're a different animal. There's no point saying any different. Um, but the two the two teams that are in the final are the two best teams. There's there's it's come. It's, it's the way it should be, you know. To finish up, lads, you might tell us how important these finals and these teams are to their, the communities they represent. Seamus? Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge for a community, uh, Joe was saying there. You know, just the buzz around the area, flags, uh, flags, hunting cars painted, as he said. You know, everybody, it's the whole talk around the area, nothing else. It'll be fabulous. I, I know when we won it in 75 and, and in 85, you know, the celebrations that went on and it'll be the same again on Sunday night and probably for a few nights after that, if it, if it comes to Drumcairn. Brian? Well, just, just sort of going back there, the, the Drumcairn boys are playing a little bit cute here now, because the day Leitrim Gales beat them by 13 points, so we're missing Colin Clark. You weren't so supposed we're missing, to say that. No, so <laughs> had only one James Gallagher, we'd have two James Gallagher's. No, anyone there thinking this is a soft run, there's no soft run, we're missing more as well. Um, I think Jamie Langdon was missing as well. So, I mean, they're missing... Uh, and, and I think the young, one of the midfielders is missing as well. So, you know, Drum Riley, or Drum Kieran won't be... So we'd only six players playing that day. Right? Well, <laughs> you four good ones missing, that's all I know. And, 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 and thankfully the Leitrim Gales lads know it too. It, it's a different animal next Saturday, but, or next Sunday. But um, as a referee's question, what does it mean? Well, I suppose Lee Seamus has history of knowing what it means when it's done and won. I, I have the other feeling um, from two years ago, come back to the village and... It's the nearest thing to awake, even though you're immensely proud of the lads and everything, but it's, it's not a good feeling. I'm working in Belturban at the moment. They're after losing an intermediate final this weekend. It's a two-day wake there so far. I'll have to go over and face it again today. It could be day three of it. So hopefully we don't experience that. But someone's going to, and that's the way it is. And look, at, we'll be still immensely proud of the lads. We just hope it's, it's, it's Sunday's their day. And, you know, I don't mind giving another five, fifth in a row for Drunkieran. But if you did lose to anyone, I don't think anyone in Leitrim Village would begrudge it to Drunkieran. Just... Great battles between us, but there's never been a false stroker, and it's, they're a club we'd have good out of respect for, you know. Seamus, before we wrap up, you're always a good man for a story. You must have one entertaining story that we might not have heard before. Well, first of all, I want to say, I'll go back to what Brian was saying a few minutes ago uh, about losing a couple of players, and uh, I was just thinking we, we lost a player too, just not that many years ago, Thomas McKenna. He's a fantastic footballer, played with Leitrim and won a, a Connacht under-21 medal with him, you know, and that was a big blow to the club and to his family and everything as well. Secretary for three years, as I said, and they were a great three years, even though it was busy, but uh, there was a few stories now. Some of them can be told and some of them can't be told. And, well, tell uh, us one of the ones you no, shouldn't tell us. There was one that we all know, Michael McGowan, in, in 
Kinlat. Michael was chairman at the time, and I was secretary. Jim Meehan, God rest him, was, was treasurer. And we were playing Wicklow, up in Wicklow, and we travelled up on the Saturday, and we were staying in Darklow Bay Hotel. And we were all having the dinner, two rows having dinner, and the potatoes were little baby potatoes. They weren't bigger nearly than a marble. Smallest potatoes i ever seen. And Michael McGowan started giving out about the potatoes. He, he was like an antichrist now, that's the truth. Everything was about the potatoes. He was very disappointed. So after a while, anyhow, the waiter, a young waiter came round. He came round to us and he, and he said, did we want any more? And uh, I said, have you any more baby potatoes? And uh, he says, I have. Do you want some, sir? Now I said, well, see that man over there on the far side? He's, I see, he loves them. He's looking for more. <laughs> so he, he went away and he got them and he went back to Michael. And we were all watching because we knew how it was happening. Well, you got the greatest earful and mouthful, I should say. <laughs> he asked Michael, you're the man who's looking for the extra baby potatoes. And I would like to repeat what Michael said to him. But there was, there was some great days and stories from, from the three years I was there, yeah. Excellent. Well, listen, thank you very much, lads. Just, uh, do you want to put your neck on the block? Who's going to win the final and what's I'd the head saying? We, we've lost so many by one point, I'd say, John Kieran by one point. Brian? Meet him against by two points, I think. No more. So tight enough game. Jerry and Joe, do you want to throw in with that? I think uh, we'll share the baby by two pints. Drunk here. <laughs> Just to clarify, Jerry? Leitrim Gales by three points if it all goes in our favour. Very optimistic from Jerry. Well, listen, thanks very much for joining us. To all four of our guests, thank you so, so much. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, And now we're going to turn our attention back a couple of years, 25 to be exact. And if I could ask two of our esteemed guests to join us up here, we have Joe Honeyman and Aidan Rooney, both members of that historic championship winning team in 1994 with Leitrim. A big round of applause for the two lads. So how are you doing, Joe? Good, yeah. It's good to be here. It's good to be in Manor Hamilton. There's not too many people from South Leitrim here. We're outnumbered. But anyway, we'll, we'll fight our corner. Well, to be fair, the reason we picked Manor Hamilton was because they have to travel for every single game. And so we felt it was only right that we bring it, the South Leitrim people up to the north of the county for a change. <laughs> and I can get away with saying that because I'm also from South Leitrim. Joe, I was sent a dossier of stuff on you today. Oh, the word got out that you were here <laughs> and I got a whole load of things you have to ask him about this, this and this but we'll come back to that in a little bit maybe during the chat about the senior final Aidan we're going to start with you because you're on home turf we better start with you you must be sick of these recapping 25 years ago or do you, does it ever get old? Uh, it's getting old now um, yeah we're just saying I'll be with Joe there it's been a fantastic year um, looking around the room for me is the same as it was 25 years ago Looking at massive supporters of, of what we achieved, um, and it was a you know it was a hugely collective achievement, um, and that's kind of what 25 years is bringing back to us now. You know, it, it it was a privilege to be a player in in that time, but um, you know it was a collective Leitrim club that won the Connacht Championship that year, and that's the way I suppose we've talked about that. Certain, but this year has brought it home to us. You know, that's what it really was. Everybody had a had a, had a role to play in it. Everybody felt as much a part of it as the players, and that's the way that it was, and that's the way that it is. Joe, your own take. Your brother Ali, of course, one of the selectors. Was that how you got on the team, or were you there? On the <laughs> well, Ali was no help whatsoever. Brilliant. <laughs> in fact, I remember Aidan will concur with this. I think Ali used to delight in seeing people suffer at training. And every time, sometimes if Jonna wasn't there, we used to dread when Ali would take the training. 
because he, he could last for two hours. And once he felt that everyone was nearly ready to fall, he stopped. I think Aidan would have come forward with that. <laughs> I think so, Joe, yeah, I agree. <laughs> that actually reminds me, well, the, two, the two Leitrim Gales boys are in the uh, room. We, Ollie came to coach Leitrim Gales that first season because I was in that squad. I didn't play the first game, but I played the third or fourth game from there on in. And I think we got rid of him after, what, two sessions? <laughs> did he last two sessions? He definitely did one. I remember one. I don't remember the second one after that. We had to get rid of him. But, but, uh, but you played against each other as well with the club and stuff. So how did you get through that stage where you're beating each other or you're trying to beat each other on the club scene and then you get into this county scene? Because that's always a bit of an issue in a lot of counties. How did you get around that in 94 to make it that club feel? Well, I suppose PJ Carroll came in just before that, and, and, and Leitrim was at a pretty low ebb at that stage. And I think it was a game against Longford in Ballinamore where he, 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 he turned up, I remember, and he said to the team, he says, if he can't beat Longford tomorrow in Ballinamore, he didn't want to be a part of it. And I think that was a huge effort that day. I remember that game. I wasn't involved that time, but I remember being at that game in Ballinamore. And I think Leitrim put on a massive show that day, won by a couple of points, and it just lifted from there. Now, there had been massive club rivalries around that time in, in Leitrim with Balnamore, Ahoyllan, Glen Carr, um, Gortletra, you know what I mean? So there was a, a thing there, no doubt. But um, I think PJ was the first man that really broke that and got everyone together. And then P- or, uh, Jono took it on from there. And Aidan, would that have been your view as well? Yeah, like we were coming, Manorhampton were starting to grow at the time, I suppose we were coming out of intermediate football. At that time, when I started playing, um, Kenny McTiernan, I see here, and plenty of my own the best I played along with us that time, but we were, we were soldiering away. But yeah, there was a kind of a sense that Ahawillan, you know, were kind of running the show at that time. You know, they were, they were a really, really strong club team. You know, they were dominating in comic football as well. You know, and that was a hard thing to break, you know, and it, it does tend to happen, I suppose, when counties aren't going well, where a, a strong club team, I suppose, Armagh had a cross then for years, become very dominant and very overpowering and that was a big thing to overcome and Balnamore and Ahuillan were the two big teams at the time in the county and I suppose from our point of view, me coming from North Eastern and see Pori Bruni here as well tonight and we spent many a day travelling up and down the roads together in the old white, I think it was a Toyota Pori was it? <laughs> but um, you know it was a hard thing to break that you know um, and I think that Peter Carroll as Joey said you know he, he, he started to break that and he got a kind of a bond going you know with the players that there was something better ahead for us as a group as a county team rather than club teams. And I think that was a big change for the county, you know, for that to happen, that we could see down the road. And we started winning games then. In that first game, I have great recollection of it as well in Ballinamore, you know, and things grew from that very quickly and it became a roller coaster from that on. And that kind of gelled the team very quickly or the group very quickly. And what difference did, did John make when he came in? John made a big difference in the point of view that, you know, he kind of, he added on to what PJ had, had done. You know, he didn't come in and do the same. You know, he added um, his, his value to it. Um, and then he had, I suppose, Ollie and Joe with him as selectors, and they were very well-respected men, you know, from their own time playing with Leitrim and so on and so forth. And there was a kind of a professionalism about John, I suppose, that he brought everyone with him, and he had it in Mayo before he came. Uh, my recollections were just, it, it got more professional um, straight away um, when, when John had come in. Now, of course, Joe, you were a cornerback, Aidan, corner forward. Training must have been interesting. It are, was. Any dig, are there any digs or any uh, old scores to settle yet? Well, I, 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 I forgot most of you much actually in training Aiden, as it turns out, because I was on some of the better forwards. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, I can remember, I can remember, here, I can remember one specific championship, and I won't say when, um, in the 90s, but when you didn't want to be marking certain men at certain times of the year because you wanted to get your place in the team. And marking the guy in training before a championship game was a dangerous procedure because you could end up getting a worse injury playing 
training with Leitrim than you could actually play in the championship game, you know. So, uh, I know, Joe's a good fella, by and large. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when he's calling you one of the inferior forwards in the team. <laughs> uh, sorry, he, he gave me a few soft reasons in his time as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about one club championship game for a minute in 1997. Now, I think another member in the audience probably played in that game as well, Cormac Asulo won, against Ballinamore. Ballinamore and Manahampton, obviously. Uh, the three of you played in that game. Joe, do you have any memories of that? I actually didn't play in that game. Did you not? Because I was suspended from the game in Castle Bar <laughs> the day that Jerry Fannigan hit John Mahon. <laughs> <laughs> you better tell us that story then. <laughs> well, I got fingered on, on a video that day, so we had a night out in, in Connor Council over it. And the way they recognised me was it had a big bandage on my knee. So I couldn't get away from that and I was found guilty. <laughs> so I got three months off for myself. That was the funniest so episode ever. I remember being down the far end of the field with Pat Holmes that day and obviously me were ahead of us and I think it was finished up in 1811 but at the time the game was fairly hot and I remember John Mahon coming on the field and next thing Jerry Flanagan took it upon himself to address the issue. <laughs> and Holmes up to me and he says he didn't do that did he <laughs> and I says he certainly did <laughs> it wouldn't necessarily have been out of character for Jerry at the time though, to uh, be no, fair. No, Jerry, no Jerry was a scoundrel that's for sure <laughs> what are your happiest memories of that year in 1994 um, I suppose the replay in Chum actually funny enough where we went down there against the odds to beat Galway uh, that, that's my abiding memory because I, I, I think I'm right in saying this that Galway hadn't been beaten in about 40 years by any Connacht team in Chum. And, you know, the fact that we had actually played quite poorly in Carrick that day in the first game, the odds were stacked against us. But I remember we had a team meeting that night. I think it was in Ballinamore, actually. We had a team meeting. And I think John O'Gee gave an oration that night before the game. And I think every player knew that night that we were going to take Galway the next day. And I think that's the way we played. Even though it was a tight finish, I always thought we were going to win that day, you know. And I think that was really the turning point, that we had taken down one of the big guns. Yeah, there was a the nerves around the place, you know, in Carrick, the first game against Galway, because we'd, we'd burst the Roscommon bubble, you know. And all of a sudden, then, John's job was to get us back on track for a huge game against Galway, who were coming in under the radar against us, you know, after beating them the previous year in Chum. You know, we knew there'd be a sting in the Galway tail and that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of nerves in the game in Carrick and the ground was packed. I remember that day, you know, above all games we played and we played in front of a lot of big crowds. It was great. But that day in particular, it looked like it was wedged to the doors, you know, and it just, it was a real cauldron. And we didn't play well that day, you know, Joe said. We, we, we were really, we were, we were hamstrung and we were struggling to get, you know, get into, into gears and the game was nip and tuck. And, but the second day in Chum, there was a kind of sense of relief that we were kind of, you know, the pressure was off now and we could go after it and... That was the kind of sense I got in Chum that day, you know, that, and plus two, the, like, the year before had given us great confidence, you know, that we could, we, we were better than Galway, you know, we could do this, when the rest of the country was saying, you know, Leitrim had blown their chance here, you know, so, yeah, that day was great, you know, but the, but the camaraderie of, 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 of the group, you know, the fact that we're, we're like we were 25 years ago still, you know, and that's the way the group are, and that's the one thing we saw over the summertime, I suppose, you know, that nothing has changed, we sat at a, a meal in Clare Galway a few months ago and we chatted and we said, look around the table, we all look the same. Obviously we don't, but... Wishful <laughs> thinking. Wishful thinking. But, you know, there was a kind of a bond. But, yeah, yeah that game stood up. But, but, but the kind of final, going to a kind of final as veteran player, fully confident you're going to win it and fully believing you're going to win it, for me, was fantastic. To have that actual sense of belief in yourself, you know, and that came from the whole collective of what we were as a team and as a county, you know, the whole county believed that day we're going to win it. Talking about that game, the first 15, 10 less seconds, 
six or seven seconds, the ball comes in, bang, back of the net. Do you remember that, Joe? I do, yeah. I remember Mark McHugh going back in to get the ball out of the net, you know. And I, I honestly think it didn't take a fidget out of us because we were that focused that, you know, Jono had said that things will go wrong, but it's always about the next ball. He kept saying that, you know. And um, I think it kind of was a half relief that something against, had went against us and we were, we were going to get dug in then, you know what I mean? And the game took on its natural progression then and we, we got into it. And the last memory um, um, I have of the game actually is Aidan, you kicking that 21 yard free wide. Come on, Joe. Oh, you... <laughs> 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 and my first recollection is the ball in, 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 in the net and Joey nowhere near it. <laughs> well, Seamus Quinn already did enough trouble at that stage. At least the, the crack is still good anyway, boys. In terms of the Dublin game, because obviously I think the whole county and anyone who's ever had a, been to Leitrim was in that game or was at Crow Park that day. It's probably the only time in the last 50 years Dublin have been outnumbered in Crow Park. How big a day was that for you? Yeah, it was a big day, surely. Um, there was a big build-up. There could have been about a three-week break from the Connacht final, you know. Um, I suppose it, it was that little bit too far for us that year, you know. Um, Dublin, Dublin had a fine team that time, fine athletic team, and they had been operating at a slightly higher level than us, you know. Now, I don't think we'd done ourselves justice that day, but I suppose the real, the real thing was that we didn't get back there the following year, you know, and that's, I suppose, a regret of ours that we didn't, you know. But um, look at it, it was a tremendous occasion. Um, that's the way football goes. We had, we, had, we had a great summer. I don't think it, took, it, it put, put that much of a dent in the whole lot, you know. But the memories of, of going out on the field and seeing the green and gold all over the place was fantastic. Because I remember going up the week before the game for a kick around. The free takers were up, Joe. You wouldn't have been there. Okay, that right. Time, but, um, <laughs> It was, um, it, it, it was immense to get into, into Crow Park, the stadium itself, and be out on the, on the grass and, you know, thinking we're going to be here Sunday, you know, and we're in semi-final. And, you know, at the time, I suppose, there's so much talk now about tiered championships and everything else. And, you know, at the time, we were there legitimately as the Connacht champions, the last four teams in the country, you know, earned the right to be there. And, you know, the occasion was, was so big. And I suppose that was John was, was trying to control the occasion, like, for us, you know, that we kind of... We started really well, and we kind of thought, you know, Jesus, this is going to go according to plan. And then all of a sudden, Mick Galvin struck a ball in the net from 25 yards, and you know, kind of everything turned a little bit. But um, you know, Joe said, like we're, we do regret '95. You know, there's no no point in saying anything different. And people I talk to know that even I see, you know, Nathan down there, and my son, wouldn't understand what we're talking about. The fact that we we talked to winning and learning in '95, and that was a reality at the time. You know, people would laugh outside Leitrim and say. That was pie in the sky, but it wasn't pie in the sky. You know, we knew the Tyrones, the Galways, you know, we knew Dublin from 94. You know, we knew where we were in the scheme of things at the time. And that was, it's a great, we look back at that, we didn't get a crack at that, you know. And 94 was, was, was absolutely huge and it was all that stuff. But 95 could have been just as good, you know, in, in, in another way. But look, that's gone, water under the, under the bridge. But I suppose it puts it in context in the current climate, you know, where a team like Leitrim were and could be. And, you know, I, I, I'd always be thinking that, you know, surely we can do this again at some stage, you know. You're both still heavily involved in Gaelic games. Joe, you're involved with McDermott Gales and Shauna Heslands, of course, uh, on a day-to-day basis with teams, I, I presume. I've seen you enough games this year. That's anyway. right, yeah. I was involved with the minors this year too at Leitrim. You know, and I see Dara down here. We had two Drumkeeran men on the, on the panel this year and, and good lads there were, you know. So it goes to show that Drumkeeran are producing some good, very good young footballers also. Aidan, you were unlucky at the weekend with your team in 
Sligo, should we talk about that? Ah, not really, no, we let it go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, well, sure, look at them. Um, yeah, I'm back in St Mary's now where, you know, it's, um, I was in Manor Hamilton here for two great years in my own club. It was a troubling time for, for, for the community, I suppose, for us as a family, and I was back here for two great years and, you know, watched the team losing two finals, you know, and, you know, looking forward to this Sunday and, and, and hopefully, you know, rectifying that situation. But, um, yeah, like, I'd be involved in football. I've, uh, thank God, I have three healthy, healthy kids that play football. Um, from 13 to 22, so I'm going to be involved with a team at some stage, you know, all the time. So it's great. It keeps it keeps your interest in it. It keeps you going. I, I, don't, I don't think I could, I could walk away from the game. You know, I, I don't see, you know, what else I could do. How much would you give to to wind the clock back 20 or 25 years and be marking each other on Sunday? Yeah, well, Aidan, in the state that you're in now, I'd, 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 there'd be no problem. <laughs> there'd be no problem about pacing you, right? But anyway, um, Ara. Ah, you know what? <laughs> the whole thing moves on. Um, <coughs> the two teams are at it on Sunday, and Dunkeeran and Meathorn Gales. You know, it's 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 football has moved on a lot. You know, there, there, there's there's a whole science behind it now, and that's the way it's gone. Um, it would have been nice, I suppose, if, if there had been a qualifier system our time. You know what I mean? Because there would have been more games for Leitrim. You know what I'm saying? That when it was knockout, it was it was your summer was over. You know what I mean? That's when the real pressure was on. Uh, I remember we finished playing. I finished playing in, in 2001. The first qualifier game I played, I think Antrim. played Antrim in Kingston Park. Park and yeah. I think someone said after the game they never saw two teams trying to lose a game as hard. You it know, was horrendous. It was horrendous stuff, yeah. you know. So we kind of at the time was supposed to be throwing the towel in with the with the qualifiers, but it Joe's right, you know. If it if it had been there in our time, sure, who who knows what it would have happened, you know. Excellent. Well, listen, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you tell us some of the stories of yesteryear. I know uh, from the reaction, Joe, some of the jibes that Aidan has got, a bit unfair. We'll have to get him back some other time. <laughs> but listen, thanks very much. A round of applause for the two gentlemen. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks, Dad. And that, folks, is all we have time for today on episode 97. We're going to be talking again. The second half of that show will go out on Friday morning as episode 100. And I know you're looking forward to that as well. You can also see the video inserts on our Facebook group. If you want to go to Leitrim Daily on Facebook and join that group, you'll be able to get a look at the actual videos themselves that we played as part of the night. Once again, a massive thank you to everybody in the Glen Centre. A fantastic event and lovely to be able to do it and raise much-needed funds for the good people at Northwest Stop. Thank you for your continued support uh, for those who came along on the night. Really, really, we appreciate every single one of you who made the effort and took the time to travel to Manor Hamilton for that live recording. I'll be back this evening, actually. We're going to do two shows because we missed one yesterday with a look at Celebrate Leitrim Day, which took place in Drumsna over the weekend. You'll get the second half of this show on Friday morning, as we mentioned. That will be episode 100 of the show. And of course, the county final itself, well worth going to attend on Sunday afternoon. It promises to be two cracking games of football. So I will talk to you later in the day.